Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, provoke, and cause others to collaborate while taking action. With your host, media princess, Carrie Keller, the beauty maker, Christina Wirtz, and lover of all things marketing, Elisa Lang. Did you fall out of love with your marketing? Are you ready to reconnect with your audience and grow beyond your own limitations? Get to the Ellen Sparks Agency and demand a Spark Session right away. Spark Sessions are tailored just for you, the busy, growing business owner looking to bring the sparks back. EllenSparksAgency.com And that's Ellen with only one L for Love Your Marketing. Hey, good morning. We're having an argument this morning. Good morning. No, you're it. No, you're it. No, you're it. So... (laughs) Today, we're actually talking about my favorite subject, marketing. Mine too. Christina. Yes? Good morning. (laughs) I like your new business cards. Thanks. I like the green. Where'd you see them? Oh, out there. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I see them everywhere. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah? All around town? Haven everywhere. That's the point. (laughs) (laughs) So you actually introduced us to our newest guest. No, I'm lying. No. Our new guest actually (laughs) came to one of our SIP talks. You said it right. I did. Good for you. Haven't even been practicing. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And I know. um, It's funny. He, like, slid in in the corner. He was all quiet. I'm like, you want some food? You want, like, what do you want? (laughs) And he's actually going to be one of our speakers for the next Sip Talk on August 20th. Must attend in Scottsdale. If you're around, you must come. Tickets are on Eventbrite. I feel like an ad right now. (laughs) You are an ad right now. (laughs) August 20th, 4 to 7 p.m. Be there. Yes. Ready to talk. All right, Chaz. so Chaz, what's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is awesome. First off, and you guys bring the energy already. I'm I'm fired up. <laughs> I'm fired awesome, up. dude. I am so excited about talking about Instagram today. It's insane. Oh, yeah, buddy. Just like Social it is media. all about. Yeah. No, no, it's all about IG. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with it. I'm with it. You know, uh, I've been doing Instagram uh, growth for a little over two years. Seen a lot of stuff, you know, and it's always changing. So, always. you know, uh, what, what worked two months ago is not what works present day. You know, it's always changing. And so, you know, it's all about staying ahead of the curve. And, uh, you know, the Instagram police are always chasing you. So you got to make sure that you're, you're doing it the right way and, and you have a strategy. So okay, I'm, I'm excited to dive in. Because Sip and Listen <laughs> podcast Instagram did have some... Uh, lockdown moment this month <laughs> yeah i almost <laughs> called you a few times yeah i see i i like keep the bad news away from she the girls does. Uh-huh. oh yeah stop and we're back me. <laughs> getting those action blocks stop sheltering me <laughs> there's things you don't need to know <laughs> but what it is it's know? almost a game of what have you done for me lately on instagram like it feels like Every single day, there's something new. Yeah, no, in between, you know, testing different features that they have, testing different things, like the big kind of news right now is whether or not Instagram is going to roll out their kind of international tests they've been doing to hide the amount of likes that you get on a post. So oh. very interesting, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, why say would you that do again. That? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why? So Instagram, uh, they've been testing this in Canada, Australia, a couple of other places internationally, hiding the like count. Um, their big argument with the reasoning behind doing that is they want the users to focus more on the content and less on the amount of engagement that you're getting. And, you know, there's two sides to it, right? I mean, obviously with good intention, they're trying to really bring the focus back to 
content on social media, right? Content and organic interaction. But, uh, you know, with, with how much money is made, I mean, 7 billion plus uh, in, the in, in the Instagram influencer marketplace, what does that do to people that are influencing and how is how are they going to set themselves apart exactly. from everyone else now right i mean with somebody that gets five likes on a post and somebody that, that is making their money and their living off of instagram it's crazy to kind of see that you know that's being taken away and, and there's a there's a big pushback and, and you see influencers are what drives traffic to these places you go to see your influencers that you love and when their power is being taken away it's like what is that going to do for the future of Instagram? And, and it's, we've yet to see that, you know, they haven't brought it to the U.S. yet. So we're, we're still kind of in limbo. I'm wondering if they're going to do it. How would you even gauge your success rate at that point? Well, so it's publicly hiding the likes. You'll still be able okay. to see it internally, what's going on and how much engagement you're getting. But uh, they do it with videos already. If you guys post a video, it tells you how many views. Right. But you have to click in there to see how many likes. Um, and, and so they're really trying to shift the focus uh, from, from kind of the clickbaity um, stuff to, to being able to really show the, in, the actual content and, and be that a make that a driving force in the engagement on the, the actual like Instagram. Do you think platform. it also has something to do with having the post sponsored? Like boosting it, maybe having encouragement in that respect as well? You know, and that, that's something that, that I raised the question and uh, I, I'm wondering because people are usually boosting a post to grow their engagement, right? That's what the main kind of call to action is like, hey, like and comment on this. Um, and, and so being taking away showing the engagement kind of reduces your want or your need to go and promote it and spend money on the marketplace. So it, there's, there's adverse effects to what can happen if that's taken away um, because those people that don't have as much engagement are going to feel like, oh, I, I don't need to push my content and pay to have it pushed out there if I'm not even going to be rewarded with public engagement numbers mm. being shown to everyone. So it, it's interesting, you know, what they're trying to do. But uh, we'll see how it all plays out in the U.S. It's I definitely going to be interesting. don't want to leave Facebook out of this discussion, though. Don't I do it. A, I work a lot. I work a lot <laughs> with Facebook marketing. So no, we, no not just there. Instagram, but Facebook too. Of course, of course. And they're in the same kind of world, right? Facebook owns Instagram. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of the things that they try on Facebook and on Instagram, they're kind of shifting. You saw the stories be brought over to Facebook from Instagram. And so uh, it's kind of liquid with what they're doing and what they're using on both platforms and testing on one to put on the other and so on and so forth. So, How do you feel about the stories? Um, you know, I love the stories. Uh, I was reading an article. I don't know if you guys, we don't need to talk about TikTok. I'm not a huge oh, fan. Yeah, we're going to talk about TikTok. Oh, you, guys love, you guys love TikTok. Oh, oh see, goodness I, gracious. You know, I, I do. I love it. I, I'm you biased. Have I'm our internal I'm child. So no, 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 no. It, it's, the, it. it's the next place to go. And so, you know, uh, the, the short form kind of non-permanent type of stuff that you're seeing on, on Snapchat, that you're seeing on TikTok, mm -hmm. uh, that's something that, that the younger generation's latching onto. And it's less about this permanence of your perfect feed and more about you as a person and you as an individual now. So, you know, using those stories, I mean, as an advertiser on Instagram, I've seen the most success on these swipe up uh, story uh, advertisements. If you guys have seen those yeah. compared to your traditional kind of uh, like newsfeed advertisement. Um, I love those. It's more kind of um, native, native advertising. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's so but I thought it's embedded. swiping up is only allowed if you have a certain amount of people right. on your is so, that, yeah, yeah, you're right. Now? It's 10,000 followers and you have the ability to swipe up. So um, that, that's something that, you know, is a huge call to action. But 
I'm gonna give you guys a little tip here that you know most people don't really talk about. Get your pen out. Yeah, get those Cut pens out. out. Get ready. Cut it you know. out. Okay, so if you are you guys familiar with IGTV? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So IGTV, the long form videos. Only because of one of my favorite talk hosts. Okay. You well, know who? You know who? Jimmy. Okay. I, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, oh yeah. My okay, God. okay. 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 are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, he does, he does a great job. He does. Well, here's the thing, though. If you are posting an IGTV video, right, then you can link that to your story if you don't have ten thousand followers and still use the swipe up feature. Wait, say that again, because I wasn't paying attention to looking at Carrie's <laughs> eyelashes. Uh, those do look good. Video guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 make sure you're getting in All there. All right, Mark, those. shout out to Mark. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, anyway, um, you can link, if you post a video, you actually have to have the IGTV app, right? So download the IGTV app. You can post like a two-minute video, let's say, five-minute video to your IGTV through the IGTV app. And then what you're able to do, regardless of how many followers you have, you can link your IGTV, IGTV video to your story and have a swipe up to IGTV. Oh, so, sneaky. Yeah, Got it's it. sneaky. So you, can, so you can't necessarily put your YouTube link or your website link to swipe up to like you would if you had 10,000 followers, but you can swipe up to your actual IGTV video. And so it's kind of a little known fact. Now I'm gonna build off of that for you guys. Hopefully I'm not blowing anyone's mind no, and you guys it, are still with go, go. Okay, I'm gonna blow the roof <laughs> off of it. Like, we're like the so, so on top of linking that IGTV video with the swipe up, what you can also do is uh, I would recommend if you have a, a guest like me, tag the guest because then the guest can go and add that post to their story Oh, yeah. And now they, yeah. you, their audience can go and click one time to you guys post, watch it, right? So there's one. Now, the other sneaky thing I like doing, and, you know, people kind of get scared. Uh, they get, they get uh, scared away by the hashtags. If you just put an overwhelming amount of hashtags on the story. So what I like to do is I pick five hashtags, um, kind of varying levels of the amount of posts. So some have 10,000 or less posts. Some have over a million posts. Just kind of, you know, little bit of each, right? And you take like five hashtags, type them all in on the, on the story where you would type text in, just do hashtag this space, hashtag this, right? And it's gonna give you the prompt of like what the hashtags are, you just click it, right? Once you have five hashtags, shrink it down real small, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're gonna take like a GIF or something and just lay it on top of there, right? If you guys sip and listen, you can put like a little wine bottle, a little coffee, Cup, whatever it is, yeah. lay that on top. So now you're not scaring people away with the hashtags. But what happens with those hashtags is hashtags have stories now. So if you have a hashtag that has 50,000 posts on it, right, there's a lot of people following that hashtag. Now hashtags have stories of the stories that people are using that hashtag in. So now you're going to show up in the story for 24 hours on that hashtag. Love that. Yeah, Dude, right. This just right? became this the I sneaky know, right? episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm telling you. I so, love that. Yeah, it, it, those are the type of things that, I mean, I love using IGTV. The other reason I love IGTV is because people are so used to on YouTube being able to scrub the video, go to where they want to go in it, or like see mm-hmm. how long the video is. I and Instagram, people are now kind of like, okay, well, it's only going to be a minute, but a lot of people put like multiple videos where you're like swiping over, you can't toggle it, you can't see, okay, how much time is left, this is getting exhausting watching this, right? You have that IGTV video, 
right? You can share that as a post on your actual feed on top of putting it in your story. Yep. People click into it and now they can scrub it, slide it, see how long it is, you know, whatever they want. So it's a way for you to kind of sneakily, like you said, um, promote yourself and give give more of the power back to your audience. They, everyone loves customization, right? I mean, especially millennials mm-hmm. that are on Instagram. They love the customization. They love the ability to have the power, right? So giving them the power to choose how long they watch, when they watch, what they're watching, and swipe up to it, swipe back down. The other thing I love about Instagram, I, mean, I know I'm going on a rant here, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we're getting some value out of this. I love the fact that you're not disrupted by the user experience on Instagram by swiping up. It's this really sneaky thing where if you swipe to the left, let's say, now you're switching to another kind of lens. It's like you left Instagram, you gotta work to go back. You gotta click out of the pop-up to get back to where you were. That genius swipe up, right? You swipe up, it doesn't disrupt the experience. You swipe back down, you're back to what you were doing. So whether you're advertising using the swipe up, whether you're doing the 10,000 plus followers and you can swipe up, whether you're doing IGTV swipe up, it's all about that customization, right? Feeling like they have the power to, to kind of swipe up, swipe down, not leave. So I love the guerrilla marketing that plays into that. And like you said, mm-hmm. the native uh, play there. So with all the ads and things, and it's a noisy space on any kind of social media you go on, mm-hmm. using those type of tactics are gonna help you to kind of disguise what you're doing and, and kind of aid in that customer journey of getting to that conversion that you want them to go to, right? So one of my favorite things talking to you is the passion you have around oh, social it. media. I, like, I think we sat down <laughs> once and it was just like immediate, all yeah. this like energy. And I'm so excited you're going to be a speaker oh, for our next I'm, Zip Talk. I'm pumped. Okay, so what are some good habits? Or I'm not right. even going to put good in there. What are the best habits to have around right. social media? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, like I said, I think social media is kind of broken a little bit, right? And I've been a culprit of it with the automation and things because, you know, when it works, it works. You're getting results. You got to mm-hmm. keep pushing on it, right? So, um, you know, with, and, and I've always preached this though, you gotta have some really organic, edifying engagement with your audience, right? So one thing, and this is part of uh, our mission, the software that we're building is to be able to kind of really help people to have those kind of liquid engagements via comments, via DMs, and really edify those people, not like nice posts, but something that's really meaningful to them. So if you're getting in a habit of just commenting on hashtag posts, commenting on people that are engaged on similar content to your own, commenting, DMing those people, really edifying them, letting them know you really appreciate them being a part of your sphere, right? I think that's one big thing. Um, But uh, another knowledge bomb I'll drop on you guys, I try to stay very consistent with my approach to the content. With what you're seeing in terms of Facebook and they're, they're really focusing on the content with the reducing the automation and all these different kind of things like we were just talking about. Um, one thing is you got to have really good content. So what I try to do is I stick to a daily schedule throughout the week where one day I'll write the blog. The next day I'll create a video about the blog. The next day I'll go and chop up that video that I'm posting on YouTube, maybe on IGTV into a couple little teasers, like 10, 15 seconds of like some really good information that I gave in, in whatever it is, right? And then the next day, I'll go and take a screenshot of the video and maybe overlay in Canva a quote or two of things that were said, right? So now I'm being consistent each day. I'm gonna have a blog to put on my LinkedIn. I'm gonna have a blog to put on my website. I'm gonna have that YouTube video, IGTV video that's long form for people to watch the whole thing. 
Then I'm going to give them those snippets to really kind of condition them to like, oh, yeah, I, I can watch 10 seconds of this and be able to kind of want to go watch the rest of it, right? And then, I, and then I have a few kind of graphics as well. And once you kind of build up a library, if you stay consistent to trying to do that every week or every other week, then you're going to really build up a library of kind of diverse content, even with the guests that you guys are having on. Um, and you can be kind of dripping that content out over the course of months at a time, but you'll be surprised at the amount of content that you can create off of that one idea, right? That one blog post can be the catalyst for the whole conversation, the whole video, right? So um, people get really kind of in, in, like intimidated by like, oh, I got to make, how many posts am I supposed to put up every day? Like <laughs> I got to do individual posts for everything and every channel. It's like, no, just let it build off of itself with one idea and, and stay consistent there. But between engaging with those people in your ideal audience, I think we'll talk a little bit about that later with the, with the software, but um, just engaging with those people and then, you know, really having a good content strategy that you can kind of hold yourself accountable to. Uh, that's not too overwhelming for you. you know? Do you keep like a time schedule on that? So I know with social media and like a lover of marketing, of course. like I could spend all day doing the things you were yep. talking about because yep. I love it so much. Right. But do you give yourself like, this is my time for this? And if so, how much time is that? Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good question. You know, I, I do stories every day and I, and if you guys have seen them at all, uh, I, I put up a calendar and each day it, it holds me accountable because now I've put it out there like, all right, Monday, this is the segment I'm doing Tuesday. Oh, this great. is the segment so I'm doing. So people know to look yeah. forward to that. Yeah. So they, they can kind of expect it. And on top of that, I mean, if I don't post on one of the days about it, that I'm going to get people hit me up like, oh, where were you today, man? So like it holds me accountable to that. Um, which is awesome, um, but I, I, keep, I stay consistent with my stories. And uh, you know, it, in terms of the content, you really just got to commit to it. I think that you know, I, I try to take one day a week and put a few hours into it. But I'm always doing those stories, and I'm always coming with ideas. I, I give myself at least 15, 20 minutes of just content brainstorming every day. It helps me get the wheels turning to start my day. You know, when I get to the office, that's usually one of the first things I do is just kind of okay, what can I come up with content for today, this week? What am I going to be posting? And I kind of don't overwhelm myself, but, uh, you know, I try to have fun with it too. If you take it too seriously and it's like, this is my way to make money. Yeah. I have to do this. Like, it could be you know, yeah, then you're, you're going you're gonna to lose that personality as well. And that's such a big part of a personal brand. It's not a logo. It's you. And you got to show yourself organically and authentically. So you got to have fun with it. If you're not having fun with it, like you guys are having fun on here, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, that's what makes it a good time. That's because of what's in yeah. Carrie's glass. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, give me one of those. Give me one of those. It's uh, just coffee. Nah, I'm, really sure. I'm sure. And Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I love how you said that because I think a lot of times I'm even like my worst critic and right, like right. Oh, I, I have to you do are. it a certain way. Blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Like it has to stay within this. <laughs> but like when you give that freedom away, like the creativity that shows up and the ideas and the yeah. people you connect with, it's just beyond what you've expected. Of course. So yeah. I love that. What were you going to say, Carrie? Is there a better time of day to post something that would get the most engagement? Yeah, of course. Uh, one thing, if you don't have a business account for your Facebook attached to your Instagram, definitely recommend. That's going to give you some insights. I will connect you, Carrie. Stop looking at mm -hmm. me. What, what? There's YouTube videos. <laughs> if I don't know how to do something, oh, there's YouTube videos. They'll walk you through everything. You got every button you got to click, right? So uh, connect those. You'll have access to the insights, right? And uh, from there, um, there's an audience tab inside of your insights that'll tell you, you know, 
what the demographic is, where those people are located on your actual audience, as well as where they're, if you know where they're, where they are in the U S and you know, kind of that type of thing, you can understand, okay, probably my rule of thumb is sometime between like nine and three, uh, you're going to get some kind of engagement. Um, but think about what people are doing throughout the course of the day. And when are you, like, I, I do a lot of this based off of what I do naturally. I figure, you know, human psychology, social psychology, especially on social media is pretty across the board. So whatever kind of unconscious habits that you have on Instagram, you can pretty much guarantee that you know, a lot of your audience is going to have a lot of those same habits in terms of when they're checking, okay, at lunchtime, okay, right when I get off work with the last 30 minutes before I get off work when I'm just sitting there looking at the clock, like, okay, I got to get out of here. Like, you know, things like that. Um, but, you know, your audience, your insights inside of there will shed a lot of light on when the most engagement is happening on your post specifically. Nice. And that'll help you kind of understand uh, when to post and what kind of strategy to have. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that there's not a right answer. It comes down to who your audience is and then just kind of trying true, to reverse yeah. engineer it. But, no, great question because a lot of people ask that, you know, and it's important for sure because I'll tell you one thing. Here's another bomb to drop on everybody the first hour when you post is critical. That is going to put you in a different stack, depending on how much engagement, how many comments you have. So what I recommend is even if you just, you three and maybe a few other people get in a little group on Instagram and put a post up whenever you're posting, put it in the group. So everyone gets a notification like, Hey, I posted just now go have your friends comment on it. You know, the first hour, if you can get six, and you can comment back. You know, I see people all the time that have a business account that's theirs, log into that, go comment on their own thing, go and comment back on theirs. I mean, you're kind of hacking it a little bit, but it's going to put you in a different stack in terms of the organic reach that you're going to have without any kind of boosting or promotion, right? So the more engagement you get right off the bat in that first hour is going to be critical to how much in reach you're getting. And that's going to be a big dictator of how much engagement you're going to get throughout the lifetime of the post, right? So getting that first hour, getting some traction going is huge to kind of being able to capitalize on, on the time of day, like you said. So that's a good point to make. So I learned this one the hard way. How many business pages can you have? You know, um, I, I don't know if I've maxed out. You oh, can really? have five yeah, on your, you can have five out. on your actual phone. <laughs> I, I definitely, I learned that they'll boot you off one to log into the other mm -hmm. one. Um, so you can only have five on one device, but hey, you got, you got old iPhones. You can have five on every one of those things. You know what I'm <laughs> <Wow>. Recycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's hard, to, it's hard to log in to a bunch of different accounts, managing them and having like some of our account managers doing some of the stuff manually, having to log out, log in. The algorithm with Instagram, especially in the last month since they switched things, they're, they're really being cognizant of, okay, where are you logging in here? And is this, are there more people logging in than one? And how much action is going on on each person that's doing engagement on it? So you got to kind of be cognizant of that. You can't go too overboard with it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say now you have roughly 200 follows you can make a day. That's one thing to keep in mind. Usually the follows are what's going to gain you the most following. So keep that in mind. If you're kind of working and grinding on your own, try to stay logged into the account you're really caring about. And you can do about 200 actions a day in terms of following, um, on following, and about three, 4,000 actions a month. So uh, something to kind of keep in mind if, uh, if the people out there are trying to just grow their account, you guys trying to grow your, grow your account in-house, um, those are things to kind of consider. So Carrie and I definitely have a problem with rules and regulation. Yeah. Christina actually does a great <laughs> job of actually following this. So yes, there's a beautiful thing when you can create 
your personal page and your business page to have right. synergy. Of course. Any tips Absolutely. on that? And Christina, definitely one to go look at because yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. comment even her stories have mm -hmm. connection to oh, her life. She is. She's yeah. a beast. Are we talking about me? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wing it, man. I have no idea what I'm doing. She's got some to. natural yeah. talent. Yeah. 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 Natural. Yeah. Well, it's funny how you said beast because that's her cat. So it's kind of funny. It's my hey. cat's name. Yeah. Hey, there you go. There you go. But yeah, there's definitely that. You gotta have some synergy. Yeah. There. How do you create that, or is it something like Christina said, like it's just natural to well, her? I mean, you know, I have, and it goes back to kind of the authenticity of the account, right? You gotta, you gotta showcase you. You can't showcase a logo. You can't showcase a business name. It's got to be you guys. And uh, so one thing I tell all of my kind of people that I teach these classes is like, you know, 38% more engagement on photos that have a face in it compared to not having a face in it. And that, that translates to video Huge and everything difference. else. Big it difference. has to be yeah. a personal brand. And even if it's you guys brand, it's still gotta have the faces, you know? It's not gonna sell itself, it's gotta have those faces, so. I did see a huge difference with that. I did a story over yeah. the weekend and I think I got to like 350 yeah. views, which I was yeah. like, wow, that's probably my top one, but it was faces, it was out in public, yeah. Yeah. did a couple of tags on it. Right. It's so fun to play with. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we are gonna take a break, but we're gonna highlight Christina. Coming back. <laughs> Let's face facts. Your business is either growing or dying. Limeware Promotions wants to help your business grow. The strategy is not only to get seen, but remembered. And that's where Limeware comes in. We're here to help you come up with some fun, catchy promotional ideas so you get seen and remembered. At Limeware, we are ready to take on all your promotional needs from custom embroidery hats and screen print shirts all the way to business cards and pens. Limeware Promotions. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and let the growing begin. Do you dream of having long, luxurious hair? Now that dream can be reality with the help of Christina Wirtz's expertise in beaded hair extensions. Christina, owner of Haven Salon Healing in Scottsdale, wants you to feel sexy and confident again, no matter what your age. Whether you're looking for Instagram-worthy mermaid hair or you want the thickness back that you used to have, these extensions are the safest and highest quality on the market today. Christina blends them perfectly into your hair so that you can style it up, leave it down, wear it straight or wavy. Painless, easy, and affordable. Call to book your free consultation today with Christina, the beauty maker at 480-788-8880. Wow, new commercial yeah. with a new voice on it. Christina, it's nice job voice. on that. I you know. sound like a little child, too. Can we Do talk you? about the luxurious mermaid hair? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, so we were talking about marketing and social media stories, but I definitely want to highlight Christina on this one. So when you're doing this, you know, just beast mode as she does it, <laughs> What are some tips that you can actually give us that can really promote and we can see fast results? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, you know, I love all the little tools that they have inside the stories specifically. Um, you know, being able to poll your audience, ask them questions, things That's like that. That's my favorite. Actually, I had yeah. a realtor friend who did it and she put a picture of like two different designs. Mm. And it was brilliant because mm. she's like, this one or that one? Yeah. And she had a couple of them, but she even said like the reaction of that was right. huge. And people were right. like, when are you gonna do that again? Yeah, We all yeah, wanna yeah. play. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. No, I think that, you know, polling the audience, there's a couple of different ways to do it. You can have your audience asking questions, but it, A, it tells you right away who is interacting with them. It allows you to go and DM them right away. Hey, thanks for doing that. You know, like that's gonna build stock with your audience. 
Um, one big thing that I always like to say is, you know, 80% of your revenue is going to come from 20% of your customers on That's average. True. So being able to edify those 20%, mm -hmm. that top 20% and really promote that engagement, it's going to have a kind of compounding effect over time. If you're really letting those people know, Hey, thanks for engaging on this. And, and it becomes more memorable than the, just the tapping the screen and swiping, you know, being able to, oh, wow, they want my opinion. And like you said, something like that design could be something that's eye-catching and um, kind of fun to interact with. So I think that that's one thing that, that is downplayed that I love to do because uh, it really kind of makes your audience feel like they're a part of it, you know, and, and that's going to promote that engagement and promote your kind of brand stock in their mind, you know. So do you recommend hiring out or doing it yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I love uh, the Damon John expression, having the power of broke. If you're not looking to spend a thousand bucks a month and, and, and you're just like, hey, I'm just doing this in-house, I want to grow. Um, I, I recommend, you know, just trying to, you'd be surprised at how much you can kind of innovate when, you're, when you don't have the money to spend, you know, and what you can look at and go, okay, these are the results that they're getting paying a thousand bucks. How can I reverse engineer that? What am I seeing these people that are successful doing? And I'm going to piggyback off of that, right? So find your top influencers in your kind of niche and really see what they're doing and what they're kind of experimenting with. And a lot of it you can do yourself. But, um, you know, if it's something where you're like, yo, let me get this off of my plate. This is just something where I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really have uh, Instagram fiber in my body to really care about doing this. I just know I need it done. Mm -hmm. um, you just got to think about opportunity costs. What are you giving up by putting that money out there. If you're going to go make more money um, off of spending that, then absolutely have somebody else do it for you. But it's really that opportunity cost kind of thing of like, what are you giving up by doing that um, versus doing it yourself? What could you be doing if you were doing it yourself? You know. Now, are you taking new clients? I know when we last met, you were putting a stop on that. Yeah, time yes. is time. Yeah, so the whole Instagram kind of thing, we want to make sure we're providing a quality service. But yeah, we're looking at probably grabbing a few more clients in the next couple of weeks. So um, yeah, no, happy to do advisement and things like that. And, uh, and the software we're building is something that I'm hoping that you know, people will be able to take advantage of themselves doing it and uh, really kind of have an organized approach. I think that's something that's super important. You can get really busy on Instagram for five hours, right? But I've done that. You don't know what mm -hmm. you just did. You know, mm -hmm. you couldn't go back and recite <laughs> off, okay, I like this person's thing. And but the like cats were so cute, really. Oh, they are. <laughs> they are. So cute. And the babies, oh my gosh, yeah. No, I, I shouldn't be admitting all of this. I know. You know you guys my baby my weakness is puggles. <laughs> Puddles? Puggles. What? Puggles. What's up? It's half pug, half beagle. Oh. Like Roman. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sure cute. they have pages so dedicated to just that. They have yeah. got about a thousand. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. No, that shows you how niche you can get with your brand, right? I mean, it, you can target a specific type of dog that people like and, and take it to that level past oh. puppies or dogs. Like, so it's Roman. Viable. Roman's quite popular on Puggles of Instagram. Does he have his page? <laughs> He does not have a page. We'll get to he it. He needs to have a page. He probably should. He's a little underbite. Work it, girl. <laughs> he needs a page. He does. He does. Uh, so what's I the program it. that you're developing? Uh, yeah, it's called Social Cycle. And uh, it's like a CRM for what you're doing in terms of engagement, right? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely something where it's hard to monitor, okay, who is on my radar, who I want to be engaging with. So essentially what we're building is uh, the ability for you to go in, type an account in, whether it's your own, your competitors, it's gonna spit out a list of the top engaged followers over, you kind of can filter by days or by the amount of posts. 
So I like to kind of give the example, let's say you want to look at the last 30 days on an influencer that you're trying to kind of build their, like their audience and you're like, okay, the people that like that stuff would love my stuff too, right? So you, you can actually grab those people that are the most engaged over the last 30 days put them into lists of like, let's say you're like, let, let's do the example, like your, your salon, Christina. So it's like, you're going and finding other salons, grabbing the engaged followers off of those pages, mm-hmm. creating a list of like prospects. And then you're actually able to apply, and that's where the cycle comes in, but you're able to apply a cycle to that list and go, okay, all these people that I'm adding to this list, I want to comment and like one of their photos every five days just to stay consistent, and I want to DM them maybe every 30 days. Mm -hmm. Just a nudge, just like, hey, we have a new special going on this month, just a heads up, Mm -hmm. right? So it then is going to give you a workflow for that list, kind of like Gmail, where it's almost sending you an email to your workflow each day of like, here's a link to the person's account that's on the prospects list. Go and like and comment on their post, right? Mm -hmm. You click right into their post, right into their page, click the last post, comment, whatever it is, right? But now you're kind of subliminally putting yourself in front of them in a more organic type of way where they're gonna still get a notification like Christina commented on my post, Christina DM'd me a, a, a coupon for this month for extensions, right? And it allows you to stay consistent and not just have to do this whole spray and pray, let me jump on Instagram for an hour. Now you're limiting the amount of time you're spending, you're creating these lists with specific workflows and it's, it's going right into one kind of workflow. So, I mean, there's so many cool use cases I see for this, whether you're an influencer, business, yeah. being able, like even like if you just wanna follow up with your friends and family every 30 days and say, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you're just putting them into these different workflows where it's gonna remind you and you can kind of easily add lists. And, and we kind of apply this to Instagram. That's where our search engine is based off of. But I mean, realistically, you can create a list for CEOs on Twitter that you follow that you're going to ask a question to every 10 days and just put a link to their Twitter. Same kind of thing. As long as you're logged in on your desktop to the profile you want to comment on, you just click the link. It's going to take you right onto their page while you're logged into it. It's as simple as clicking in, typing something and going. So it limits that amount of time that you're spending and giving you kind of an organized strategy and approach to the outreach that you're doing. So um, I, I love the idea of doing it this way, especially with all the loopholes and things that are closing in terms of automation on Instagram, really kind of edifying people and showing that like real personalized engagement to them, it can go a long way. Yeah, and I like that um, they're the they're the ones that were the most engaged over the last 30 days. You're not just like picking at people that rarely use Instagram, like people who are actually on there. Right, right. And I mean, you can find those same people through just searching a hashtag and finding the people that have posted. Um, But uh, yeah, no, we're excited about it. And I mean, this is just kind of phase one of of what we want to do with it. So uh, a lot more to come, things like that, where uh, we're looking to add other platforms with that same kind of search engine, as Mm -hmm. well as kind of the hashtag searching. So we kind of say it's, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys know of like Hootsuite or Sprout Social or Iconosquare or something like that. It's kind of like that combined with Gmail or like some sort of like outreach.io, like a sales prospecting tool. So we're kind of merging that sales prospecting into social media in a way that really gives you that ability to have that personalized engagement and that touch. Uh, so we, we love kind of the results that we've already seen. And I mean... I think a notification on a social media platform is just as good as an email nowadays in terms of 
what you're doing. I mean, I have 30,000 unread emails in my personal email. It's hard for me to keep track of that. Mm -hmm. So people are always on Instagram. The daily active users of Instagram specifically are almost as high as the monthly active users. There's 550 million-ish monthly active users. That number doesn't fall off very much for daily. So a lot of these people are on it every day. They're checking their notifications every day, probably more often than email for the most part, Mm -hmm. especially if you're looking at something like hair care, it's more of a B2C type of interaction. Mm -hmm. Um, You can really see great results just by edifying those people and, and doing it in a consistent way. Um, you know, the, that, the rule of thumb with TV advertising, as, uh, as I'm sure you guys have heard, is like, you know, seven times. You see it seven times and you're going to remember it. If I see the preview for the movie seven times mm-hmm. over the course of a month that I'm watching TV, I'm, I'm going to know about that movie. I'm going to tell someone about it. I'm going to go see the movie, you know. So, um, you know, being able to consistently interact with those people, it's going to build that stock uh, in their mind for your brand. So your program is out, or are you launching it soon? We're, we're launching the beta soon. So, Will it be uh, before August 20th? Yes, so yes. I want to talk about it uh, on the 20th. So yeah, come out if you want to kind of get a sneak peek and, uh, and jump on the beta as we're kind of building this out. We're really looking for a lot of feedback here, but based off the two years of Instagram growth that we've done, we've seen a whole lot of what works and what doesn't in terms of commenting, DMing, and, and so we're applying a lot of our ideology and what we've done to grow Instagram accounts in the past to this, and, and so we're very excited about the ability to kind of give people the, the whole, uh, the whole uh, show, you know, and, and give them the ability to save time, really. It's hard nowadays to do things at work in less than an hour a day, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it's being effective with your time too. Like a lot of this is like, it almost reminds me of like a, a CRM, of course, yeah, you know, exactly. where it's, you're exactly. doing the Hootsuite CRM and right. really having these people that are already engaged in a right. way. So right. it's kind of like just a conversation and hopefully a close Absolutely. at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love that. So have you been implementing the system into your own business? Yeah, we started doing it and testing with uh, just some just some of the people that we have as clients. So we're like, hey, you, know, you can you always be test a guinea on pig. Sip and <laughs> I was going to ask, love being is um, the beta testing going to be like maybe some invitation only? For yeah, additional? yeah. At first, I mean, this is definitely it, the the website is socialcycle.io. So um, we should have a landing page up there in the next day or two where you can actually just throw your email in and we'll reach out in terms of the beta. But I mean, we really want to just get people's feedback on this. So we're trying to just get the word out there. I mean, and, and just see kind of what people are using it for. You know, that's the part of the lean startup methodology is just like understanding how it's going to be used as we build it. You don't want to spend a bunch of money on something that's obsolete or that doesn't right. work or that no, you think it, I mean, my ideas are great. Right. But I mean, you know, that <laughs> may not be what my client thinks, you know, so I want to make right. sure that we're building this in line with what people are using it for. You know? So do you go by the client's idea or do you go by what's really working? You got to have a little bit of both, you know, and, and Steve Jobs uh, is somebody that I look up to a lot, obviously, on the tech side of things. And, you know, with what he kind of would say is, you know, the client doesn't know what they want until it's in front of them. But you kind of have to be cognizant of, of a lot of things. I mean, he would do the design before the coding or anything else happened. You know, it was all about how is this going to look for a user? What is going to be their experience? And how are we going to get some feedback on that experience before we take the next step in launching a product that maybe, I mean, he did the whole next computer and then that didn't even work out. And I think that he learned from that and went, listen, I'm not going to pour a bunch of money into something that isn't going to work properly or that isn't something that people actually want. 
And so kind of applying that methodology to, to our business and really to anybody's business, if you have a project or a product that you're building, you know, being able to kind of have some temperance in getting it out there and doing it in phases to make sure that the market wants it, it's the right market and knowing how much they're going to pay for something. Um, it, it's going to eliminate a lot of the pitfalls of what might happen, you know? So uh, that, that's the way I look at this whole thing. Yeah. I like how you said that because Steve Jobs is definitely someone I look up to too, course, especially when he said, you know, who needs a stencil when you have one on your finger? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that. brilliant stuff. It's that. like the thoughts that, that go through a mind is yep. just um, extraordinary. Yep. And I think the ideas that we can actually come up with when we're being creative, yep. who, you know, it doesn't matter how to do it. Yep. It's just come up with those ideas and you'll figure it Amen. out. We actually Amen. had a, a mastermind this morning and we were talking about events that are a little bit too big for, you know, our shoes right now, but you grow into them and then expand and keep growing. And yeah. that's really like the faith you have to have in your business. Like you may not be there yet. You may just have five followers, but just live into 500 or 5,000 exactly. or 5 million. Exactly. And it comes down to being consistent. Too. It I mean, is. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, and it sometimes takes being there first in order to see Show the up. actions yeah. that you have yeah. to take to actually create it. Of course, you know, uh, the one of my favorite Mark Twain quotes, my mom pounded American literature into me. She's an English teacher. Good but, mom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> stop. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the um, the key to success is getting started, and the key to getting started is changing your complex. So you have to first understand that you need to get started and you need yeah. to change your kind of ideology around what it's going to take in order to get started and once those two things happen then you can start to get some momentum and the momentum just continues to compound the snowball effect you know so um yeah sometimes it is that mindset that actually creates the difference a hundred percent hundred percent it's hard being an entrepreneur and i mean i'm sure there's a lot of them on here you guys obviously are in good company here but uh no, it's hard. It beats you up. And, you know, it's a very uncertain environment. You're always having to pivot, especially with all these different advances in technology. So it really does come down to having positive self-talk, being able to kind of have your headspace be right. Because if you're not motivated and you're not excited to get out there and attack the day, then um, you're not going to be able to stay consistent and, and you're not going to see that, that result. Yeah. It, it reminds me of like great sport, like football. Oh, you amen. know, you got to take some hits. Hundred percent. And that's what really you know makes a player a player. Oh, of course. But you're willing to go in there and go, I'm gonna get hit today. Oh, I know yeah. I am. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna love it. Oh yeah. No, I. I mean, and I'm not a huge guy, but I played high school football and I got knocked around a whole lot. I think that was part of what made me be able to be an entrepreneur. You know, I they call it sideline Sammy because I get to push people out of bounds instead of tackling right. them. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, you're what absolutely What you right. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and know your game. Like whatever it is, just Amen. take it on. Yeah, yeah. I could run fast and jump high. There but, you, you go. Know, I wasn't, I was going to get run over if I'm trying to tackle the yeah. running back that's double my size. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it takes every position. Like that's the beauty of it. Like yep, we all have different, right. you know, different mindsets. We have different skills, but you bring it all together and that really creates the great game. True, true. I love true. that. All right, so what's next for you? What's some big okay. eye-opening surprise we can give viewers and listeners and yeah. all this great stuff? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I love building the personal brand and uh, I love doing my, my speaking and teaching classes and things. And I love being on, on stuff like this to really just share the word and help people to kind of promote their businesses. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got a couple of things going on. Obviously, Social Cycle is, is a big part of, of our future as a business. Um, but uh, I've been getting into some VR stuff on the side, you know. I'm uh, I'm really excited about where VR is going, and it's a new kind of big industry. 
Um, so I, I'm working with a, a team out in Germany to actually kind of fabricate different experiences. So a couple of the projects that we've been taking on, uh, creating virtual like hotels for out of like a blank lot and just going, here's the floor plan. Let's create this hotel. Let's be able to toggle what the carpetings look like and give the designers and the investors the ability to see a project in completion before it's finished and then build it to that level. We're doing the same thing actually with a couple of e-com brands too. So we're really excited about that. Um, being able to kind of give a deeper experience. You go on a website and you can actually virtually go into the store, walk around the store. I mean, I was like Bass Pro Shops because it was like really cool to go in there and see all the stuff. And it was an experience like you're going to go walk around for an hour, even if you're only mm -hmm. there to buy one thing, you know. So um, giving that deeper experience to e-commerce brands and stores is something that, that we're trying to kind of attack as well. Uh, just embed that experience into the web browser and be able to have people kind of walk through an actual virtual storefront. Um, and I mean, SEO now, search engine optimization, mm -hmm. comes down to how long you're spending on a website. That's right. And so being able to promote that time spent and have a deeper experience on a website um, is going to kind of kill two birds with one stone, right? It's going to build that stock of a brand as well as keep people on the website longer and kind of just, you know, give them a memorable experience to walk away with. So uh, I love the VR stuff. So I know that's kind of outside of the sphere of social cycle, but, uh, you know, uh, I've heard a lot of people say it. I love having a little side hustle outside of what your main focus is. So um, I try not to take things too seriously. And when you see a cool opportunity, you know, you got to kind of attack it. So uh, that, that's another kind of thing that we're working on. But uh, no, I mean, I, I'm excited to, to work with you guys in the future as well. I know you guys have oh, a bunch of Oh, we are working together. together. Yes, totally. <laughs> it's not even yeah. a question. Who doesn't have a side hustle right now? Hey. Oh, so sorry. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> why you so, at me like that? Uh, why did you go this direction instead of just go the typical, like, corporate nine to five, yeah, whatever? Yeah, no, I think that, you know, for me, I worked a couple of jobs out of college and, uh, it, it wasn't helping me invest in myself. Mm -hmm. I wasn't growing as a person. I wasn't feeling like I was pushing myself. And it was same old, same old every day, same thing. And I mean, I can work really hard and you can make money, but I didn't feel gratified at the end of the day doing that. And I didn't feel like I was building my stock for 10 years down the road. And so that's why I got into the social media and into the VR stuff. I'm looking five, 10 years down the road and I'm investing in myself and what am I doing today that's gonna pay off then? And, and how can I be the thought leader in something that hasn't even really come to, come to fruition yet? So, um, you know, it's really all about investing in myself. I, I think that, you know, a lot of people can f feel underemployed and they don't feel like they're being utilized to their full potential. It doesn't start with walk away from your job. I mean. For me, I think I probably quit a little too early. I was a little uncomfortable there for a few uh, few months. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you got to feel like you're investing in yourself and, and really building that stock in, in you. And uh, so I, I really had to step out of my comfort zone and do that in order to kind of be able to push the envelope in, in, in what I was wanting to aspire to be yeah. five, ten years from now. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're uncomfortable because I think that's definitely what propels you sometimes. Like that yep. uncomfortableness, like I don't like feeling this way, is definitely like the search for what do I want to feel Amen. like and get there. Amen. And Tony Robbins said it best, you know, uh, my vision is so big yeah. that it pulls me towards it. It's yeah. magnetic, you know. So um, it, it's funny sometimes it just feels serendipitous with the opportunities that cross my plate. 
But at the end of the day, I mean, I know that I'm being pulled towards what I want to be able to do. And the right people are going to come into that sphere um, when, when you're when you're getting that momentum building and, and moving in that direction that you want to go in. You know, it's funny. You remind me of like debt and like how the conversation always goes around. Like, I don't want to owe anything. Right. And I had this conversation this weekend. I'm like, well, if you don't owe anything, then what are you really doing? Like, get yeah. out there and get in debt, like yeah. owe something to someone so you can actually feel what that feels like and get comfortable with that. Because then, I don't know any millionaire or any successful person that's not in high debt yeah. because that's how you play money. Yeah, You absolutely. gotta make it work for you. So one of the best challenges I've given myself is like get in debt and pay it <laughs> off. So yeah. it's the other side of that that I think a lot of people miss too. Right. So you can be uncomfortable, but just for a little bit. Right. And then figure it out and yeah. then do it again and do it. Yeah. No, you're Carrie's back laughing because I think both of us have actually been oh, down that road. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, you're back. It, when your back's against the wall, that's Definitely. when I do my best work is, you know, you really hone in. Exactly. And there's no room for error. No. It's like, I mm -hmm. have to do this or there's consequences and you're going to either pay the price or you're going to grow as a person and get to where the next step is that you want to be, you know? So. Well, and seek support. That's the other side of that because a lot of times when you're stuck in that corner, it mm -hmm. does feel lonely. So I know mm -hmm. there's other avenues that we don't want to take. Right. So there's that, you know, find support, talk to people, find right. out what else is out there, but never, ever, 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 ever stay quiet. Uh -huh. And I did that for way too long. It was definitely not something I want to do again. Support makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, no find doubt. your people talk That's to right. them and there's so many people to support you I mean, they do they want they, to yes you, I, I surprise myself every day because I mean my dad always told me like yo like you've got to you've got to like ask for help or no one's gonna help you like How will you they understand know? that like and, and I was like well I don't want to like inconvenience other people and it's like some of the people I've asked for help are now my business partners are now people that are making money off of investing in something that I did and so you know when you when you start to wrap your head around like it's less about inconveniencing somebody and more about, you know, giving them an opportunity. Definitely. Um, you know, that, that's, when, that's when you start to build, you know, and, and, and that's when that network is going to grow with really great relationships, you know. Well, and it, it goes back to getting used to those no's. Yeah. Like, who cares if they say oh no? Oh, my gosh. I used to have walking door to door, probably in this area, actually, at one point a couple of years ago, you know, walking door to door and like, you know, I'd open the door to people like, get out. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> all right. But well, see, I and in that moment, you have to know it's not about you. <laughs> yeah, it was like, did you see the sign? I'm like, what sign? They're like the no soliciting uh, sign. I'm like, well, I haven't even opened my mouth to say anything to you yet, but okay, I'll just leave, I guess. Like, so I mean, the, well, just getting comfortable on their with that. side though. Like that's such a, like you're losing out on something that could be your next amazing idea. Seven billion plus yeah. people in the world. You're not going to work with all of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have clients that are closed minded that don't want to listen to my advice and they don't do as well as the ones that are open to new ideas. And so, you know, it, it is really about, you know, just being open minded and, and, uh, you know, not everyone's going to say yes. And, yeah. and once you hear no enough times, then you stop caring if people say yes or no. You go, okay, cool. <laughs> next person, next person. I sent a $100,000 proposal to a business two weeks ago and they're like, yeah, I don't think we're going to go with it. Okay, cool. Next person. You know, it's, it, it doesn't matter to yeah. me. Like it's, it's about getting it out there and, and going on, like moving. And, and I mean, it's that, that, that kind of snowball effect, you know, it's going to compound over time that momentum of pushing the envelope. 
Well, keep it up, Chaz, because hey, I definitely I'm out here for you. I'm out here. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, no, definitely. If you guys want some inspiration or know, yes. uh, you want to see some what I'm trying to do, uh, check out my Instagram, check out my LinkedIn, Chaz Vandermotter. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to share with you guys and uh, your audience the, the social cycle tool. Um, you know, it's really built for socialpreneur or solopreneurs, small business owners to, to be able to kind of get some traction doing this themselves and, and uh, see some results. So, well, there's um, definitely going to yeah. be a few stories coming out of this episode. So definitely look Absolutely. out for that. And Absolutely. And I'm excited. Connect. I mean, yeah. one of the best things that I've noticed is when people actually talk back. So, you know, even though you see it, say something. So we know yeah. you're there because that's one of the best things. It's funny. I went to an event and someone came up to me and like, you're Lisa Lane. I'm like, how do you even know? She's like, I've been following you for years. I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea who you are. But it was, it was the lack of interaction right, right like speak exactly. up say something exactly. like let me know you're there because i yeah. love meeting new people yeah. and there may be something we can connect on and, and i'll tell you I'll, I'll leave you with this i know i'm throwing quotes left and right i love but, them uh, quotes are great yeah yeah the <laughs> the ceo of outreach.io his name's manny medina um he says reduce your land narrow your expand and i think that that is very relevant to where we're at in this digital noisy space Absolutely. reduce the amount of real estate you're trying to go after in terms of all these different audiences. You're not a department store as a business. You can't sell everything to everyone or you will go out of business. And so reducing your land and, and really focusing on how can you grow in your niche? How can you edify that top 20% and grow that top 20%? Because I mean, I see people that you got 10,000 followers. You could be making a dollar off of the top 20% of those 10,000 followers. You're making two grand a month off of off of that you know so think about how can you edify those people and make them feel relevant and 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 at that point you know just <laughs> reduce the land narrow the expand so focus on your core yeah amen amen so yeah it's noisy out there on all these channels <laughs> social media you got to really focus so people can reach out to you and actually have consulting time with yeah, you yeah of course because well? i of think course. the ideas that are coming out of you are so valuable yeah so if someone's like i'm stuck i don't know what to do next they can reach out have consultation yeah. and you can just share all your experiences and yep. all your knowledge for them. Yeah, yeah, and the email, and if you want to link it, awesome, but chaz, C-H-A-Z, at elitemarketingstudios.com. That's my personal email, so shoot me an email. Um, that's usually the best way to connect. Um, and uh, yeah, outreach.io, or socialcycle.io and elitemarketingstudios.com. So um, the agency is elitemarketingstudios.com. But yeah, no, I'd love to help any kind of entrepreneurs out there that are looking for some advice, looking for some help. Um, whatever value I can provide, I'm happy to do that. This is probably the fastest episode we've ever had, loaded with so much information. So we may have to listen to this a couple of times. But I want to give another shout out to Mark for being here, for being oh, like, who is Mark? <laughs> Mark Trebo. He's, yeah, he's one of Mark. Our, yeah, he's one of our account managers, and uh, he's a man of many talents. He's out here getting some cool video stuff. So yes. uh, we'll uh, we'll have a couple of these. Uh, little videos to to share with y'all and uh pictures and stuff so you'll see in action the content strategy we talked about earlier you know taking that one video and busting yes. it down and yeah. and getting some graphics so uh excited to share those with you but yeah absolutely. i love it pleasure to have you on too. the show yeah. hey, amen it was it was the pleasure was all mine you guys have uh, an awesome studio you guys do an awesome job so thank you it was great we'll oh, see you sure. on august 20th for sure yes and yes, we'll probably be, be doing some stuff until then because we hey, definitely want to get the word out let me know let me know i'm, awesome. I'm happy to help Thank you, Chaz. We will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> see ya.